very welcome to episode 31 of the second season of LOI Weekly with myself, uh, Johnny Ward, Daniel McDonald, who's on the line actually from uh, Poland very shortly, and in studio today, Johnny McDonald and Owen Stokes. We're on iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and at LOI Weekly on Twitter. First of all, very welcome along, Johnny Mac. Thank you, John. And it's always o- a pleasure. And Owen Stokes, very welcome along as well, fresh Thanks from your trip much. to Scotland. Yeah, 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 straight back off the plane, straight into the studio with you, yeah. Yeah, happy, and you're uh, going for a game of golf afterwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I love a big game of golf on a Wednesday, anyways, my day off, so. Where do you go? Playing Lucan. What's that course like, Dan, you're a golfer yourself? Uh, I don't know which one it is. Uh, is it Lucan, is it the Hermitage or just Lucan? No, Lucan, Lucan Golf Club, Lucan Golf Club, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I've never played it, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure it's high quality. What's your handicap? I'm off nine at the minute. Oh. Is that good? Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. flat out playing. Bit anyways. of a bandit, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Claimer on the horses. Claimer. Yeah, yeah. What's the crack with you, Dan? Not much. I'd say like nine handicap for John would be like sort of grade two, you know, in your in your language. That's decent. Like, that's um, yeah, that's so, impressive. What's the crack? Yeah, I'm here in Poland in in Rutzwald, and everyone calls it Rock Law, but I'm told it's Rutzwald. So uh, we're Ireland were playing last night. So what did you yeah. make of it all? Yeah, I mean it was very much a friendly, so you can't really get too too carried away. I mean the the, the first half in particular, but still nice to see an Irish team passing the ball around for a while, and I suppose. Uh, I think we had Sean Williams on our second show, I think. Or, That's or right, yeah. He was an early, early guest on LOI Weekly. And I think like he's been a player who hasn't been shy about admitting he was pretty miffed at being overlooked for years. Because I think sometimes, you know, we, we have a discussion about whether we have, you know, we, we can't, we don't have technical players. And sometimes it's that we just don't necessarily pick them or that they don't necessarily flourish. And uh, like sometimes we, you know, we play... like. We have teams like Georgia, you know, passing us off the park, for example. Um, and you look at the clubs where the players play at, and it might be anything special, but, you know, you have the players that are suited to, to international football and they do well. Now, as that happens, I mean, Sean Williams at Millwall, who, who were in the championship, nearly in the championship playoffs last year, they made an amazing run. Uh, but he is 32 next month, so um, it, it, it's very late in the day. And, and you still really wonder deep down whether he's going to get picked with everyone his back. But it was just nice to see him at that stage, albeit against a Polish team that wasn't really pressing or being that energetic in terms of sort of closing down. But still, you know, there are footballers there. Um, and yeah, you know, doubt uh, Aidan O'Brien up front and scored. I, I, I remember him playing for the twenty ones, um, and he eventually sort of got involved at senior level. Uh, I guess it was it was encouraging enough without sort of losing losing the plot. And the Stevens, I suppose, another league of Ireland angle as well. Um, some players who are, are quite good at the ball of their feet, but um, we'll, we'll see what happens when everyone is back. I don't think you can declare it as any kind of turning point or anything like that. But the one thing I would say is if they got hammered last night, uh, the crisis mode would have continued all the way through. Uh, the rest of the week it's maybe just bought people a bit of time to take mm. stuff but it doesn't mean there'd be any less pressure when, when, when Denmark comes to town Owen what did you make of the whole uh, WhatsApp floor it's mad stuff came across to me and people that I've talked about seemed that he's after sending a WhatsApp voice note into his own WhatsApp with his mates isn't he and close mates you'd imagine close mates yeah and you don't know whether it's one of his close mates after stitching them up and uh, sent it out to other WhatsApp groups and was found into my WhatsApp group as well and everyone else's. But 
it's not something that you'd want to see from one of your close mates or but you don't want you don't want Stephen Ward doing that either really do you you don't want someone that's in the Irish setup talking about what's going on in the setup I think what happens in a team should be stayed in a team you don't go telling your mates or even giving your mates a chance to send it out if you're going to say it to your mate ring your mate up and maybe talk to him that way if it's something like that but I think he set himself up to be stitched and that's what happened and Johnny McDonald, how would you react if you were Roy Keane like well, I, I agree with Owen that it's, you know, should be kept in-house. But, you know, it happened a few months back as well. And just listening to it, I, I don't think he'd done it. He was just telling the story, wasn't he? Like the way we'd be talking downstairs before we came in WhatsApp is dangerous, so. WhatsApp, I said. WhatsApp mm, is dangerous. Mm. Yeah, but that's social media. And people forget, like, if, you know, if, if he was talking to his mate generally, you know, just talking. and uh, It wouldn't have blown no, out then? Absolutely no. not. Because it, once it's out there, it's gone. It's it's it's, it's viral, as they say, and it's, it's everywhere. And if you say it to your mate, you can't, it's not going to be traced back to you. I know, it's That's just... That's it, it's just like, like, like yeah, say, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if, like, I was sent it early in the morning, and, uh, you know, there was this kind of like, I, I really, I, I, I couldn't pass that on because I thought... It was like, a setup. But clear, no, I couldn't pass it on because I thought it's not fair on board. Mm-hmm. But I was obviously thinking, well, this is, this, if I got it, it's gone. But I got it about 10 times in an hour. And then um, it, it was kind of your reaction. It was a bit incredulous as well to the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I initially, I mean, I, I, I'm not claiming to know Stephen Ward well, but I was sort of, uh, I was thinking, gee, somebody needs to get in touch with him now just to let him know this happened as though maybe this was just in one or two or three WhatsApp groups circulating around. But then, as you said, within an hour, you got it around six times. You're like, okay, this is gone. I think he would have preferred to have been caught in a porno like than this coming out, (laughs) like in fairness. No, I would have anyway. Or or, or commentating on it in a very good three-minute video. (laughs) A very good three-minute video. He told the story very well. He did tell the story very well. I have to say. I think he read it off a script, wasn't he? (laughs) (laughs) He knew exactly what to say. But he he did. so clear. Like, I know he wants to. I think Stephen Ward wants to go into like the media at some stage. I can just imagine him doing a very good three-minute match report now. You know, on, on the mm. radio. But uh, yeah, it, it, he was. I mean, from what I understand, it was a very small WhatsApp group containing close friends. Mm. Uh, it wasn't like he said. You know, you know, people are in WhatsApp groups where you might necessarily know everyone usually, but it wasn't like he popped it into one of those. It was long-term close friends and. Someone's decided to share it with someone and then you lose control and it's gone. So um, I suppose the bigger know, point, though, Dan, Roy Keane, like, where where does he go from here after the revelations of this? Well, I, again, though, like, I mean, I don't know if it's a surprise to... I, I don't know if the content of the audio was a huge surprise to anyone who's probably heard stories or got a wind of, like, you know, Roy Keane's style around the group. But I think maybe still, it's one thing between rumour and speculation and even like the printed word, you know, of, yeah, you know, Keen, I don't know, Keen had a failed mouth rant and you read that and you're thinking, okay, but is that been exaggerated or what does that mean? But when you sort of hear the details of it, the people who maybe were sceptical about that, um, it's probably damaging in a certain way. It's certainly the way almost the story was told, it's like, ah, you know, right. But well, that's exactly what he said, again. Dan, didn't he? He should, yeah, but sure, that's yeah. Roy, isn't it? As it was yeah. probably a normal Roy would fly off the handle. I can understand Roy, you know, his intensity and his will to win. But but what I don't understand is Dan is that he doesn't have that authority because he's not the manager. He shouldn't be going into the uh, physios room and having a rant off one of the players unless the manager specifically said, 
Roy, go in there and see what the story is with him. Find out, let's see me get him onto the pitch or whatever it might be. If Roy went in and done that himself, he, he shouldn't do that. It's not it's uh, not part of his uh, life. That's Roy Keane, though, isn't it? Roy, as, as, Roy Keane has... He's been like that for his whole career. So is that, like, how, is, on, how is that as man management like when he's basically he's having a uh, pop at players like quite quite like visceral pop at players like that probably may not get on that well with them as it is like and I'm just thinking uh, from your perspective as a player how do you react if a fella is treating you like that and just kind of questioning your integrity really? Uh, look, with, with Roy Kane it sounds and I'm only going by stories that you hear because I don't know him obviously but it's you got to know what you're dealing with and how he is and if he's having a pop off you you're just gonna ex- you, you're gonna expect it because he's that's the type of guy he is he expects you to be training every day expects you to be giving a hundred percent every day ultimate professional because that's the way he was so well and that's how he was for man united if not always for ireland but he's got to he's got to step away from he's not a player anymore exactly he can mm. have a go on the pitch and he can roll around dress rooms with other players we've all been in dress rooms where there's been trouble and but he has to realize He's not a player anymore. I do see Roy at the training and he's in the Knicks and the socks are rolled up. He's part of the staff. Get your gear on, your tracksuit. You're not a player anymore. He was a brilliant player, fantastic player, fantastic captain. I love, I love his enthusiasm. I love his drive. You need him, you know, you need him in the team. But he's not the manager. Yeah. I just don't get, you know, we, we, there's a bigger picture to this as well. It's Roy does the uh, press conferences. What other country? He's manager, yeah. Is that is the bigger picture of that is down to news and media and who's paying the wages and get him up there, he's box office, no matter what he says, he'll sell papers, he'll be on Sky Sports, did you hear what Roy said? Da 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 da. Is that the bigger picture? I suppose but, as well, Dan, just the, the the ex League of Ireland players just had a big role to play last night, which is encouraging. Yeah, well as I mentioned, yeah, I mean Williams and, and uh Stephen spring to mind just because it was their, their first start, you know, and, and sort of after being around the squad, but actually not for that long, really, to be honest, either with only with this year that they broke it in, but they've been around English football for for a fair bit uh, and waiting for it. And, yeah, I mean, I suppose, you know, you wonder, I mean, uh, Aaron Neal has said that Stephen Ward's international future isn't over. He says he'll be there next month. Uh, I'd imagine it's going to be pretty awkward if, if you know, given, I think, how angry they were. But maybe if... if uh, you know, maybe if there are issues with, with Ward, uh, you wonder, is it a chance for Stevens? Uh, there's also Robbie Brady coming back. There's Greg Cunningham. There's Derek Williams. So it's not a given. Again, like you know, some of the guys were referencing. I mean, Graham Burke came on last night as well. But I think when he came on, I mean, they didn't really have an out-and-out striker as such in the squad, although O'Brien did quite well. Um, and, and maybe Burke wasn't really that suited to the role he played last night. And Horgan as well. And Derek Horgan and Burke ended up in the front two almost. Um for, for for a period of time there when Poland were putting on pressure. So, yeah, but we, I mean, it's always the way. I mean, there's eight or nine ex-League of Ireland players involved in the squad. We, we, we'll have this discussion every week. I mean, you know, I suppose Owen there knows, uh, you know, will we'll know some of the lads that have played against them or maybe just encounter them in England when they were younger or whatever. That um, it, It's never too late for any player, really. Um, you know, when you look at guys in their in their 30s making their competitive debut it just goes to show for any player still in the league who's sort of in their early mid-20s you know you just never know what yeah, can happen yeah. and, so uh, Johnny that, the, that, that's, the profi- that's the profile of our, of our senior yeah. squad at the moment and I don't see it changing dramatically 
Just on Williams, it was lovely to see a fella just get his foot on the ball, and he didn't do anything extraordinary, but he looked for the ball. Which but he is links some, everything. He links, he's a but link player. But it, it was like as if they had the license. Not like so our midfielders so often just are basically trying to not be on the ball, and he was doing what a footballer obviously should be doing. It was you're kind of wondering like why wasn't this? But international in football sometimes suits. If that's the yeah, for a player. not a high press maybe. No, I'm or not whatever. saying it's not a press, but mm. it, like you, sometimes you seem to get a little bit of time on the ball, and uh, you know the game would have suited him. Whereas with Hendricks, he's more getting into the box, runners off the mm. front man, and he likes getting forward. But you know, it's it. He's 32, so he's got a. He scored his goal. He's played. He's not going to be the answer for us going forward. No, we need we need younger players. And the under-21s battered last night 6-0, mm. you know, against Jeremy. So we need to look at what's coming through and uh, what style of play, what, what way are we going to play. I think in fairness to them, they tried to get it down last night and play a bit of football. They, they look like they could pass yeah, the ball absolutely. as well. Like, I prefer watching us playing like that and losing than playing like cavemen and winning. Oh, like, honest watch, to God. I'm watching Northern Ireland over the last yeah. few weeks and they, they're intense. They're full, you know, full-on press intensity. But they're good on the ball. The mm. goal, I'm looking at Davis's goal last night. You see it, pull back, smack in the mm. top corner. Some lovely stuff, but our players are capable of playing. They mm. absolutely are capable of playing. And we just sometimes need a plan B. And we hear all this in the media over the, over the last while. You know, the Randolph gets it, he plays it up. I've watched, I've, I went back and looked at old Leeds stuff, 1975. Man City versus West Brom or something. Ball comes to the keeper, he gets it, he boots up the pitch, centre forward heads are on, and the runners. That's mm. the way it was played then. Mm. We play a little bit like mm. that. You know, we don't have lots of the ball because we defend and we're running around after fellas. But when we get the ball, we need to keep it and we need to control the game in certain in certain parts of the match. And Dan, um, FEI Cup, obviously, as we all expected, Cork and Dundalk were kept apart. Well, did we all expect it? I mean, yeah. I think your conspiracy, your conspiracy chair is... The, the hot and the cold balls. Ah, Johnny, you can't <laughs> no. say that. In fairness, it, it was it was likely <laughs> not to happen anyway. Huh? Did they really want them to be kept apart? Did they really want them to be kept apart? I, I think mean, it's I, just cynical I, cynicism in us, but like, anyway, it's not as if the ties are that bad, the semi-final ties. What did you make of the results of the quarterfinals? Yeah, well, I mean, in fairness to, to Gary O'Neill, it was in last week, and... They were confident enough you to be, and that was the story, really, wasn't it? I mean, I felt a bit sorry for Longford getting done over on live TV season seven, you know. Obviously, the red card was sort of key in that, and then, well, you know, the dogs strolling through. And we'll see what happens with Derry and Bowes. When, I mean, there's, there's a lot, you know, there's, there's a lot riding on that tie, but it's at the home semi final now for the for the winner, and so the court maybe, you know, I, I think both teams would fancy a crack at them, you know. so... It's, it's, that, that side of the draw is fascinating. I mean, the dog at home to UCD. Um, I don't know. You, you wouldn't. I wouldn't just dismiss the prospect of like that being a competitive game. But it, it, it has opened up. I mean, we were having a discussion about it here last night. I mean, how would the dog court final be sold? How would it work out again? I mean, I still think it wouldn't be a disaster. I think it's still it's still doing pretty well. And you can build it up as a rivalry from a media point of view. It's just. You'd like someone to bring a fresh perspective, Definitely. a fresh angle. Are you, are you, are you and, saying, uh, Dan, that UCD bring 50,000 to you, David? <laughs> I think UCD could be a struggle, unfortunately. I think UCD could be, unless, uh, unless they, like, they, I mean, they went out of their way with the sort of free student offers or something like that. Free, you know, free booze, they're like, a good team, Dan. Yeah. Like, I yeah. spoke about them early yeah. on in the year, yeah. and like that group is together. They've been together all the time. It's a nice tie. 
tight group. They play really good football. They've Gary O'Neill in midfield mm. pulling the strings in there, and uh, they won't be any pushovers. I, I suppose, though, realistically, you're looking more at Bowes or Derry beating Cork at home as more likely than UCD going to. Uh, I think Bowes, if Bowes can get through Derry in the Europe. Because you're hitting a bit of form on now, yeah. in fairness, after a bit of a blip mid season. Yeah, we've been flying since, since we come back from the break, I think. I think we're seven and eight or something. I think the only ones scoring lots of goals, scoring loads of goals. I think you've kept uh, eight clean sheets out of nine. Con- I think we've only conceded two, and that was against Dundalk up there as well. We're flying at the minute, and we play Cork on Friday now. And we had a meeting last night about, and we're only taking every game as it comes. We play. Tell us what happened at the meeting there. Yeah, yeah. were you were you <laughs> asked to come on the all we're looking at? All, all we're looking at is Derry now coming. Yeah, yeah. You don't have a WhatsApp night up the there, and that's it. Yeah. We played There's a bit of controversy week. up there as well, isn't there? It's talking about Kenny Shields going to call Rain and stuff. It would be a good time to get it. There could be. Well, actually, on that, <laughs> we played like, them. We played them last week, and we were. Is that we a good were, or a bad thing? That uh, I know you had a terrible record against them, but you did beat them in yeah, the. We beat them last week, and you know that's it. We just. Go up there again, try do what we did last time, and uh, how did you find the pitch again. up there? And what did you think of the pitch? It's uh, I don't know, like it's a bit, it is, it's tough to get the the bounce of the ball and all that, and it is an advantage to them because they're playing, they're training on every week and training on every day, so it is a bit of an advantage to them. But look, we we train on all weather the day before we we go up there and get a good feel of things, and then when we go up there, we know what we're gonna do, like you know what I mean, and try and beat them. Dan, like Derry and, uh, or sorry, Bowes and Cork on, on uh, Friday could be more or less the end of the road for Cork unless they win this game. Well, yeah, because they've got Dundalk at home the following week. So, I mean, they really have to get on Friday to give them the chance to move level the following week, albeit with um, a game a game more played. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a nightmare of a game for them in some ways. As I mentioned, I mean, Bowes are in fantastic form. And to an extent of sort of nothing to lose in, in the game on Friday. Um, so they've got themselves into a sort of a, a very safe position. But they're in good form and they're playing well. And so... Did, didn't... Uh, uh, didn't... Sorry, that Didn't, Dan, goes, didn't yeah, McLaughlin yeah. get injured last night with the 21s? He came off after he, 15 he minutes? Off, yeah, he went off after 15 minutes. I also was chatting to someone who went to watch the Ireland 19s and they said Andy Lyons at Bowes was excellent. And oh, and lots to know very about good him. Player, but yeah. very good did very well. I think we had three. Did we have three lads in there, did we? Three nineteens. That's what yeah, the, yeah. Red, but I think as well, wasn't there? There's there, yeah. there's uh, no, nineteens are sort of flying. Yeah. Andy, Andy Lyons, um, he's a midfielder, is he? Who? Andy Lyons. No, rifle, rifle. Right. I think that's the yeah. only thing that's keeping him out of the team is that uh, Eric Pender playing mm. right back, and he's been excellent as well. Do you know what I mean? And that's the only way. It's it's probably the toughest position if. To break into that team is because Derek's keeping them out, you know. Yeah, and, and Dan also the ES Force Cup final, obviously, which we'll be covering. Um, we we thought this would definitely be in Cove, but it's in Derry. Whatever about the cup semi final draw, but uh, you know, like, imagine Cove wouldn't be totally overall going up there. Um, yeah, it's it just uh, yeah, they, they they made a big fuss of doing the draw publicly. I mean, what you know. In Cove's clubhouse, I mean, whatever happened, we would be fine with a bit of behind closed doors screwing around, you know. Uh, and we would have, we would have just, we would have laughed and all oh, what about this nodding wink. But I there's something, just something not right to me about a, a cup final with a sort of a part-time slash amateur, mainly amateur team away to a Premier Division game in Derry on a Sunday. I don't you know. Uh, it doesn't doesn't scream cup final to me. It's more like a, an early. It's like an early season cup tide with, with loads of attention on it. So, what crowd uh, do you think will actually turn up? 
I think they said I think I thought there was some chat that it was selling out. I nice. thought, um, but I don't know what sort of uh, what that entails. You know what the figures are now with the new Brandywell. But um, I, I mean, they've had a few weeks to think about. It. I actually saw Cole playing down in Athlone there a couple of weeks yeah, ago. I must mention doing, that doing a piece in Athlone. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, they're, they're sort of lead season as petered away to nothing. So it's not a great way to judge mm. them. But I'm sure they've had everything geared towards this game. There, there was a great photo of you in the in, Dan did a piece in uh, the paper I think well, it was yesterday's paper Dan was it Tuesday's paper it was uh, Monday Monday's paper Monday, yeah, Monday sorry Monday and uh, they showed him in Lissy Woolen with like kind of completely alone in the stand Johnny just looking at this game like really intently but like he looked like one of these weirdos with nothing to be doing like because there was nobody in the stand beside him like <laughs> I like. I'm just thinking of Cove, and I said it to you as earlier about it. It's like uh, the Kerry Horland team yeah, getting get to the, the National League final, Dan, or the Kilkenny football yeah. team getting into the National League. Final. I think it's great for them. I think it's great exposure it's for also, them. It, 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 the fact the that it's live on on air as well is yeah. just like that's a big thing to show a player because there are a lot of talented players in the first division well, be, that you just there'll be players that we were knocking around Cork mm. as well. He'll have a few experienced players, and he'll have lots of young players. Stephen will. And uh, I just think it's great exposure for them. I think it's great for Stephen. He's been scrapping away down there for years and years, and this is you know this is their day in in, in the absolutely. Zone. And Dan, where are you at the weekend? Um, I'm I'm probably going to uh, I'm probably going to those Cork on Friday. I think I'm not working, but I'm probably going. Mm. I might go and watch. I think there's a tournament in Cherry Orchard on over the weekend. There is, yeah. Johnny Mac will be conscious of that because I think the Belleville lads are Yeah, we've very annoying the lads up there with Pats. Yeah, they're, we're, we're linked up yeah. with Pats. Are you doing a piece on that, Dan? Uh, no, no, I think I'll just go along and watch it. He no, really is know. a proper football man. Like, going along, yeah. to, going along to a game that he's not reporting on and then going along to a tournament in Cherry Orchard. Loves it. Loves yeah. it, loves it. Dan, Loving it. See what, the see what the future entails, Johnny. You, know? uh, you, can't sort of, you, can't, you can't sort of waffle on about uh, Irish football in the States if you don't maybe... Go to some matches below the radar. I guess I think that's. You need to know what's coming through. You're right, Dan. Absolutely. What you should be doing. What uh, you should be doing. I think. I think we did get one tweet actually. I just saw that uh, about the Athlone thing, um, and he was, yeah, it was Thomas Thorny just on about uh, maybe the, the situation in Athlone and stuff like that, and what's actually happening to the future there. I mean, it is a sort of a mad story. Um, in many respects, that you go down to like a you know a proud enough football town, and there's like less than a hundred people at the mm. game. And there's a lot of local tensions, and they they ripped up the pitch now and, and turned it into an artificial pitch. Uh, or oh, that's the plans of like by the start of next season. And but I have heard, and it wasn't actually from the people I spoke to down there, although I had sort of a lengthy discussion with Michael O'Connor, who was sort of uh, the robustly mouth, the mouthpiece, defending, robustly defending the club's uh, stand. That mm. I, I do think they're going to make some appointments and moves over the winter to try and be more competitive next year but we'll see if people come back or have they been so soured by the last few years that they, bit, they, they might like, be slow to come back even even if things are going a bit better on the pitch but uh, there's there's a uh, there's a real sadness about it I mean they haven't won a they haven't properly won a game in, in something like 16 mm. months you know and uh, the, 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 the life the reality of life at the bottom of the first division um yeah, pretty grim it's not, it's not a pleasant place to be uh, thanks yeah. a million Dan we shall talk to you uh, next week as well obviously you'll be back and uh, might see you over the weekend uh, I'll see you soon son. take top care man, see top you man. man cheers Dan um, 
Yeah, the, actually, he, in fairness, Johnny, he did a very good piece because the, the regime in Athlone just sounds like something out of North Korea. Like, you know, he basically went in and the chairman sort of wouldn't talk to him. And then what's, it sounded like the chairman kind of came back. And he's like, oh, we probably should put somebody forward. And Michael O'Connor, who's Turlock's brother, obviously, yeah. different character to Turlock, um, came in and defended what to me is a regime that just seems to have like alienated everyone. And Athlone have a lovely stadium there. That's the thing. Mm. And the... There's actually potential there. They've, there's, there are, you know, there are very few teams in the Midlands, and my um, brother's down there playing at the minute. Is he? Yeah, he's playing. I went down and watched them once twice, and they do. They've got a few nice, nice footballers. Playing for the senior there. team. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Shane. Right. And he's down there playing, and look, he's enjoying. He's only gone 18 or something, and he had the option to go play on the 19s football or go and play first team football. And he asked me, and I said, hey, "Look, forget about that. Just go and play first team football." And I think it was Arno Callahan who brought him down. Uh, he's actually, I play golf with him every now and again, and uh, he brought him down, and he enjoys it. Yeah, he likes playing it, and it's something that will stand to him in the in the long run, playing down I there. Think, I think experience, stuff like that. It was a I mean? good bit of advice, because with the 19s league, some of the matches are 8-0 and 9-0, and mm. so mm. he's playing, if, if it's first division, it's, but he's playing competitive matches. He's playing against position. men, like playing yeah. the Lucy UCD. Like I'm, seeing, I'm seeing, I'm talking to the lads that are playing in our 19s, and uh, they're playing 19s football, but, yeah, right. They might be winning every week, balls because they're a good side. But um, I did it for long enough myself playing that underage, and you get to you get to a stage of playing youth football that all you want to do is just play against real, real yeah, teams playing men's. But football. you're playing the same lads since you were playing you're at playing, 13, yeah. 14. You you're know what? The same inside players out, you yeah. Yeah. Which, you know what I mean? Tell us, tell us about your career. So, how did it all begin? You're from Leagues Up. Played with Leagues Up till I was about ten. Then, what, ten, what age did you start at then? Six. My mum at the big day. The manager, because I was at her all the time, says, Mom, just get me up playing football. She was like, right. She's ringing, she's ringing, ringing. I can't have him up to D7, can't have him up to D7. Please take him off my hands. I think she just wanted to get rid of me. Yeah. And then, That's a terrible indictment oh, on your yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sounds fairly plausible, though. Get him out of the house for a bit. Yeah. And then that was it. Played there to, from about six to about ten. We had an all right little team. And then we went to Kevin's then. Kevin's had to go to the underage teams then. How did the Kevin's thing happen then? Uh, I remember we were uh, I was driving out we just played against Kevin's and it was Kevin's and Crumlin who were the two that were coming through always and I remember the two of them we were, we were playing against Kevin's and the two managers was, that was pulling out of uh, the amenities there and the two of them jumped in front of the jeep <laughs> knocking on the window sounds like a love-hate episode like, what's going yeah. on here yeah. <laughs> they were like oh here we need to get them up or whatever at this end of the season and all that I was like yeah grand so it was between Crumlin and there and the I ended up signing for Kevin's because they had a good Sunday team a very good team you, what, age group, what age were you then? went under 10 so split still in DDSL the Sunday team the Saturday, Saturday team, team yeah. and we played against Sunday team in the cup under 10s for leagues up under 9 sorry I remember it and uh, they had a very good team I was like I'll play for those. that team they were very good played were you a striker? no you I played play? centre midfield Yeah. and then stayed there till I was about 10 11, 12 Till I went back over the till I went over the England when I was sixteen. How did you enjoy the Kevin's experience? Loved it, loved it. Who were you playing with? Any noble players that time? Yeah, we had some we had loads of players. Was, on our team was, I think out of the fifteen, sixteen, I think, I think seven of us went over to England. So it was myself, Aaron was the goalkeeper went, Philly Gannon went, um Jack Byrne went, Alex O'Hanlon went, myself, um that was a bit of a team, wasn't it? We cra- We never for, from <laughs> yeah. el- from elevens to sixteens. We won every league. Mm. We never lost a league. 
And were you thinking of, were you were you always thinking then like I will move to England probably and it's a question of when or where I go. I got to about I got to about fourteen. That's when clubs started sniffing around. Like because we had a we had a good team. Like the players that I said there. Like we always had the scouts were always at our games. We were winning games all the time. We were winning leagues. Always had scouts coming and got to about fourteen. I said to myself like give this a good go here now going on trials and all that. And I was playing against players over there and they were saying come back come back. So I was thinking good chance here. And uh, about 15, 15 started getting off on the table then, and that was it. What happened thereafter? When I went over, yeah. or when I was thinking about going? When you went over, you went over to Leeds then? Yeah, I went over when I was 16. First year there, we won the, won the league. I won the 18s league, and uh, that was a great year. Second year scholar, then. I think I signed four years there. So Who was, was the manager at Leeds at the time? The first team manager? Yeah. We must have had about six managers, not even lying there. I went in first year it was Neil Warnock yeah what's he like actually yeah because like I, I, I've always looked at him like he's a type of lad if I say if I was playing for him I'd immediately dislike him <laughs> John I don't know I, I don't know I was 16 yeah. so really? I was on your team my, my main objective when I went over was getting the 18th team getting 23th team I did that when I was in my first year so I wasn't even really thinking about yeah. the first team but did you have many deals with Warnock? No, I wouldn't have no. had many deals with him at all now, but only things that I've heard from some of the lads that did end up having deals with him was he was he was a bit mad, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. He was a bit of a lunatic, like, but... Still um, getting very good jobs, though, like, yeah. Flying a card. Yeah. I think he is the man. He's a, he's a very good championship manager. If you want to get out of, the, out of the championship, he's won the main men you'll go after. And he did a great job of card. If he got them from... Where he bottom three when he went yeah. in? Got them from out. Mm. Leeds are a top him. club, aren't he? Training ground big, facility, big, big, big club. I think you only realised when I went that when I was going off the leads, it was like I remember saying to one fella in the school, he's like, "Are you signing?" Because two or three that I could sign for when I was going off at sixteen. One of my mates I says, "Oh, I think I'm gonna sign for Leeds." He went who? Yeah. And he's the only yeah. fella since then. Yeah. Everyone that when I come home for weekends, they'd uh, everyone be like, "Oh, you play Leeds?" Because Leeds, Leeds was so big for lads. Yeah, yeah, vintage, Alex O'Hanlon like. went to Liverpool, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Alex O'Hanlon went, and then uh, Jack, Jack went to City, City. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. And then I was going to Leeds. One of the boys went to Forest. Philly went to West Brom. So like everyone was signing for big teams, you know what I mean? And I think it was only when I came back from being there, you meet Leeds fans all the time. And people coming up to your mum and dad asking about Leeds. And then even when I've left Leeds, the way they've gone on the run now, I don't know, maybe there's a few closet mm. sports that are coming out now or something, but everyone seems to be talking about Leeds and Bielsa and all that, and it's great. Like It's great for the club. But the, but the stadium itself, the fans, like, oh, they, unbelievable. they fans should be back up in, in the Premier. Like they, they're set up for it. The training facility is fantastic. The one, one, one club, you know, they've to deal with the Leeds Rhinos. That's all that's mm. in the city. The rugby league. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even worry about yeah. them. Like, you know, it's a completely different you, day. You signed a four-year deal. Yeah. Yeah. What happened then? Uh, then I signed another year and then I signed another year how so would you assess your time there oh, I loved it like, mm. I did I loved it I loved it when are you going back hopefully soon like, that's how are you going to get there seriously is that your ambition it has yeah, to be it has to be it has to be the ambition is to go back to England or even go abroad somewhere or anything like some, just somewhere that's Top, top, top level. Because you're, you're obviously enjoying your stuff at Bowers and yeah. it's giving you that exposure, it's giving you that platform to, to play and yeah. you've got to use that and utilise that. That's it. Like When I come out of, I think I play, I made one appearance for, one official appearance for Leeds and then the rest of them were... What was the one official pre-season. appearance? Then? I played in, uh, against... Jesus, I played against... Um, 
that team from they're from they're Newport from Wales, County, Newport County. Yeah, yeah. there we are. Against I obviously uh, didn't pluck that out. Sky twenty second of August, twenty seventeen. That's played a, against that's them. Only, that's only that's last year. Just just over a year ago. Yeah, and then five after, league after that, I like I think they signed well after the day after I played against them. They had two new signs coming. One from Holland and then. <laughs> One from the like in sort of my position, so I mean, and I was. Just what was your position at that stage? Then? I was playing. I played in the ten. Ten. Yeah. So you, wh- wh- how did you play in that game? And did you come off the pitch thinking this is the start now? Yeah, I wanted it. Like I, I thought right. I was. I actually chucked right into the deep end. I wasn't. I came back for pre-season, and the whole thing about me was I signed the new deal, and the whole thing was I'm going out on loan, right? And that was the plan. I'm going out on loan. So for the whole se- for the whole pre-season, it was like loan, 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 whatever. I don't even think about anything else. I'm getting out of here on loan because I wanted to play first team football. And I knew with the players that were in my position, I think they just signed Saez. They had Hernandez there, they had Kamara Roof there, they had all these players I was just looking at going, right, it's a bit blocked now, but if I go away, do well, League 2, League 1 or whatever. And it was a bit of interest there, League 2, League 1 there. But I can make a good make a good go at it then, whatever, next season. just want the season of playing first team football, right? So... Wasn't expecting anything and then got a phone call on the sun, Sunday saying, uh, Tuesday night, Gaffer's been on to me. It was Thomas Christensen saying, uh, you're getting a chance, you're getting a chance or whatever. Um, I've been on to the 23s manager. He says, the one player that needs a chance is you. So I was like, all oh, right. I didn't even think anything of it. And then Monday went in, Monday trained Monday and then started on the Tuesday. How did you feel in the game? Like how did yeah, you feel good. you played? Yeah, I played well and it was it was a great experience. And I think there was Carabao Cup, like Carabao yeah. Cup, like John you know I mean? as Newport County, I think there was twenty two thousand. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I sort of gone right. Didn't really fail you forget about it after. No, you play, minutes, you do right? what you, you do, playing. yeah, yeah. And I was, played well, yeah, and then came in on the the day after the day off Wednesday, came in on the Thursday. And they'd signed two players on the Wednesday and I was just sort of saying, went in and talked to the 23s gaffer, who was sound, gone on with them and all. And he was saying, look, I don't know what's going to happen. So I think that left me with four days left to try and get a loan. In after, the window. Yeah, yeah, after thinking here, I need to, I might get a little run here. And like, it didn't really work and it just sort of, you and I was sort of blocked then. out a bit. Oh, mm. That's what it is. But that's with mm. people, that, yeah, and sorry for cautioning Johnny, but you know, young players going away and you've been away and the players that come back and all that people only see three o'clock on a Saturday mm. the whistle blown Old Trafford packed you know Anfield packed like that's the politics that's the, that's the job like that's his under 23 manager not being in what, control what, what, trying to push yeah. him and what I he was, he, to be fair he did his yeah, best yeah, he push says take yeah. him take him take yeah. him but what he was getting was he got players. Oh, from he's the not in control of that. Yeah. yeah, but but what I'm thinking is you, know, you, you hit, can you, you can um, you, like you can you've had your first game. This is a start. You could you could improve exponentially from that yeah. and really kick on. And after like a massive breakthrough, all of a sudden, then you're just in the reserve and you're not playing football. So you're not playing proper football. That's and then it. mentally, like, how do you deal with that? Unless like, I went into that game, scored a hat trick, yeah. and played like Lionel Messi. I don't you don't know what you're going to do. Remember, I remember. I think it was uh, Tim Sherwood was talking then about a few days later and I think he said Renato Sanchez came in from Borussia Munich and he played for Swansea and uh, he was way off if you remember he was brutal when he first yeah. came in and he had a bad very bad season and Tim Sherwood said if that was an under 23s player that came in and made his debut for Swansea like that he'd never go near a first team again that's because of the money pulled, for him yeah, and yeah. the team the players that was done me at Leeds was, the players he pulled from Europe or from other, other teams wherever that they brought in 
were always getting overlooked, even though they weren't as good as players that were in the 23s. Not just me, I'm talking about other players as well. Mm. They were never getting a look in because of the players that were brought in yeah. by the manager. The manager has to give those lads the benefit of the doubt, do you know what I mean? Well, he's got to pay the money for them, yeah. that's what it is. Where were you last Christmas then? Were you like in a, in a low place? So or were you like in yeah, it's tough. Like It is tough. I remember I was on the phone and I just saying, get me over here, get me over here. And they were like, wait till January, wait till January. So got to January and I, I, uh, I had two or three clubs in... in League two, I think it was like Crawley Town, teams like that. And then got to the second week, played two games with the 23s, scored three goals in two games. And then Dunfermline came in for me and I was like, right, I'll go up to Dunfermline. They says, here, come up, come up for a few days, see if you like it, and then we'll get the loan deal done. And I went up and I ended up getting injured. I got this tendon up near me, Achilles or whatever. And they were like, look, give it another week or two. Go back down to Leeds, get do your two weeks, whatever you need to get yourself sorted. Well, I never got right, so never got right to go back up. So on transfer deadline day, I said to my agent, just get me out. Get me but, out. but that's the business of professional football. Mm. It's one week you're at Liverpool or Leeds, and then you're at Crawley Town. Yeah. You've got to mm. put instill that into the kids' heads when they go away. Yeah, it's Liverpool, it's Leeds, it's Man United, it's whatever. West Brom, as you said. But, you know, you end up going from there to Newport County. And sometimes you have to do that. You have to do that. To get back up. But I think the the mental side is very difficult for young players. Yeah. That they really... So they're walking into Leeds, beautiful training facility. 22,000 at his first game. Yeah, and then you're going to Crawley Town and they're... Someone saying, no, pick your own boots and clean them yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? So that mental, you've got to instill that into the kids that it's a job. It's your job. I wanted to do that. I wanted to go to... You wanted to graft. Like. I wanted to go to a club where I was going to get a good chance. All I wanted to do was play. Was play. Yeah, yeah. And then when I came, when I said, all right, I'm not going to play at Leeds. For, like, I could have stayed at Leeds and done, done well till the end of May. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I had that option, but I went, no. Said, get me over here. I could have had Keith Long ringing me and I had other clubs in the League of Ireland saying that, yeah, come play. And to be fair to the gaffer, gave me a good chance to play. And that's what I wanted so to do. So how did you end up with then? Why was the bows over someone You were else? down to Cork as well, were you? Yeah. Did you go down to Cork? Yeah, I went yeah. down to Cork uh, last summer. Um, I don't know, met, met, met uh, Keith in the hotel and in uh, the air at the Liffey Valley there and we had a chat, me and myself. Myself, him, my dad, we had a good chat and he says, I'll give you the platform to play and that's all I wanted. And you weren't driven by money, obviously, anyway, because you no. weren't going for riches, like... No, 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 it wasn't like that at all. No, I just wanted to play. So uh, just, you know, the platform is there for you now. How are you going to get back to England? Just How would you assess to, the season so far? Because mm, it's kind like, of been a bit topsy-turvy. It's so up and down, yeah. yeah. Like, we went through, like, it was great. First game of the season, we beat Rovers 3-1, do you know what I mean? And that was my debut. I was like, jeez, this is it. This is what I want, like, do you know what I mean? And then you go out and you're playing and it's a bit, like you're, we're playing, we were playing good football, but losing one 0 Yeah, seen and you drew, drew down in Limerick the week after, so one all late goal. Yeah, you I scored, got a goal, yeah. Late goal, yeah. And I was yeah. thinking, right, kick on here from now, and then just sort of missed a penalty then the next week after that against Derry. You missed three penalties in a row. The team, I think. Yeah, we, yeah. I missed, Wardy missed, missed. Yeah. Dini missed, and we were just sort of going to ourselves. We we couldn't buy a goal. Like whatever you put on it, we were losing one 0 lost one 0 at the Pats. All that one near the Derry at home, and we were just going. Oh, you look like a player that needed a goal or two as well because you were playing well in general play. Like, but yeah, I needed it. That's what it was. Mm. I needed a goal, and 
a goal, a few goals around them would have kicked me on. Like I think, I'm thinking to myself now, if a score maybe against Derry, I would have kicked right. I know we went, then we had two, three weeks off because of the snow, wasn't it? Yeah. And that did me no favours because mm. I'm after missing a penalty. And the next thing yeah. you want, the last thing you want to do is two or three weeks. I oh, want to go out and play again. I wanted yeah. a game the next day, but I had to wait two or three weeks and I was wrecking my head. And then went back in and just couldn't buy a goal. Then, then I think I scored against Sligo, scored a scream, and I went, here we go. I'll get going now. That was down in Sligo, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But we were still, the team was still going through a bad patch where we just couldn't, we couldn't score, you know? And uh, but that happens, and then when we come back after the after the break, we're flying. We're scoring scoring six, seven goals. <laughs> playing nice Dude, football. We've been playing good football all mm. year. I Did remember we played against we beat Rovers in Tala. Did you be at that yeah, game? Yeah, it was there. Yeah, we popped them off the park like in Tala as well. That was we played Limerick the week before that popped them, and then we played Cork the week after that in Daly Mount, and we played very well that 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 day, day as well, and we were on. Look, we lost two 0 Like that's the way it was going mm. for us. Do you, are you were you still not different when you come back and train? And you, what's the training regime different? No. Was it had it dropped off? Sometimes you'd walk in, in blocks where you, you'd be you know training really hard, and then you might have a drop off and training, refresh the players. Well, it, it just no, it was it just like clicked. that. We were saying yeah. we were saying every game before we go out, we were going right. Today's the day we're going to hop off these. Like do you know what I mean? That's what we, what we were waiting on a game where we go. Out. It could have been anyone. Go out and play anyone we got right, we'll hop off these three there. Could it easily happen, like do you know what I mean? But it just wasn't happening, we were losing one And that's the way it was. And then when we come back from the break, we were hopping off. We we, we have a question from John O'Connor, uh, Chippy, who um I know quite well from many years of League of Ireland. He goes, Ask him how much he enjoyed that goal in Tala. I thought he was going to climb into the away end. I have to say, that was one of my favourite goals of the season because <laughs> I, I don't think the angle of the TV did any favours on it because it looked a great finish. Yeah, but no. You obviously enjoyed it. Oh, probably my favourite goal I've scored because you know you can score as many goals that's what I'm saying you can score as many goals as you want underage football and they could be but you never get the buzz off that like the senior I mean? yeah. yeah the senior goal where you score it was in the away end like it was something that the night before that you go I scored that goal this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to run into the ground <laughs> you know what I mean you're <laughs> thinking about it in bed the night before and it, I was blessed that it happened. A bit of visualisation. Uh, That's what but, it is. But, yeah. but, but just with the team, with, with Bowles, with the young team as well, that inconsistency will come with young players. Did you it, know? Yeah. What, have, what have you made of him? What you've seen of him? Bowles. Strokes. Yeah, he's a good, good player. Mm. I, I, you know, your 10, is that your favourite position? Yeah, like, like when I went, when I came in to start the season, and, um, I was playing the nine a lot more and I think the last, I don't know, the last four years, I reckon I can count on one hand before I came to Bowles. I mean, tons of played in the nine. I just they're trying it to accommodate tough, keyboard like, as well as well. Yeah. And it was well, yeah, it was that and Dinny, no, Dinny wasn't right and all that. And it was just mm. sort of it was it was tough like um playing up front in a in a new league and a new with new players and all that and it was just it was tough for me. Like I found it very tough. How many goals have you got now this season? League goals. League goals? Yeah. I don't know. I think overall I've about eight eight or nine goals now overall. But like, that's How saying. have you enjoyed it? <laughs> Yeah, I like I like the whole I like the match days and all that. I love it. I love the getting up for the game and knowing there's gonna be a few fans there and everything. Like I love it. Like what have you made as a standard? Yeah, it's good, very mm. good. Yeah, I think I think I came in and it's been it's been surprising how good some of the some of the some of the players some of the football has been. Yeah, and your coaching at Bowes and the morale at Bowes has that been kind of a good positive step as well yeah it's been great yeah, Everything, yeah. everything's been great uh, training's great Trevor's in there uh, great coach and the gaffer's been great as well he's a he's a, he's a 
a very very good very good manager yeah how long have you left in your contract abodes and how what where's i have finished up in the end of the season so yeah you just you have to reassess where you're going then yeah i've got a few months then yeah to see what's what's gonna happen uh, i want to mention the iron brew cup because uh we, we were having like i suppose we weren't treating it that seriously here last weekend because i'm still kind of wondering what it's about but you you went over there and you won and you seemed to enjoy playing a good surface against a physical team oh yeah this team we're all about six foot two plus and you know, we we brought a young team, played a young team that day. We think we had three or four lads from the 19s. They played, and you know, they're making their debuts. And who who are your young players coming in then? We had um, Ryan uh, Graydon, Ali Regba, um, Andy Lyons, and Bo's bringing in players. I think that was it. Yeah, that 19s team strong. That some of them players mm. are gonna. The only thing that is gonna that they have to look for now next year is. They gotta go and play first in football. Like they can't sit in that in between phase. Like if you're not gonna get into balls, they got they gotta realise earlier on. I've got to go down to the league below here and play games. And that's, that's a problem the, with that's that the, national league. That's the voice. There's talk about twenty three league coming in as well. Yeah, scrap I, it. Don't I, do it. Don't don't, <laughs> don't yeah. do. Yeah, I I don't know. I the more. <laughs> The more I look at it, I'd like a 16-team league. I actually would because I know you, you could say like, oh, Dundalk will go in and they'll hockey like Longford, like Cork did or that blah, blah, blah. All leagues, it does, but all it, it, also, it brings the standard up and you can, you can then be a Longford Town fan or player and you've big games all the time and you can take players on loan, like 19s players that need mm. first-team football, not in first division level, but at a good level and spread the quality around Ireland, like whereas you're not in limbo, like... Galway United this season, even a big club, shocking crowds in the first division. Well, we only know. beat them two now. Yeah, I was at that game, and yeah, like, but we, like we'd know we'd a very small crowd at that game. It was very small. Yeah. I think we brought we brought yeah. the majority of the fans. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I like I just I just think it's. It, I do think for the players, the likes, you made a good point about the 19s. You can't get into that rock and a hard place, no man's land, where you're like, where's my career going? I need football here. I was, like, in, I was in it long enough myself. Yeah. Like, so that's the only advice I'd give any young player coming through is go and play games. Doesn't matter what level you're at, go and play games. If you stand out, you'll do it. Before I get to the fixtures, you're playing obviously Cork on Friday. The Bose 19s are flying it. We nearly had Ian Morris in um, Tomorrow, yeah. today. Um, he, he came up with um, a fairly legitimate excuse, if I find it here. It something to do with meetings with UEFA or something. Oh, um, I hear that fella. Yeah, he's like a he's politician never, or something, is he? <laughs> I went and uh, done the camps with him. He, the fella is never off the phone. What you do with the him? The thing is, the camps, the, right. the boss. The, the phone is glued to his ear 24-7. Like, I'm like, who is he on the phone to? Couple of meetings. He's a coach during the 19th coach yeah. on the phone like that 24 7. Co- couple of meetings regarding the UEFA Youth League, which both have progressed. And I mm. know a few people are a bit annoyed uh, that Soccer Republic was shown the much mentioned Rovers youth yeah. set up because Bowes are actually flying it in that regard. Yeah, like Bowes top of the league. Like. Yeah. So I know a few of the lads that were on the 19th and they're sort of saying. They won the end of McGill Cup as well, didn't they? They won, they won the, league, they won, the top of the league. Yeah. They were after winning the cup. Big pots. Johnny, I, I think the under 18 has been fantastic. Like even we had um, last week, we had. Uh, couple of lads in we obviously spoke to to gary o'neill um but we also we, we got a good kind of i suppose indication of the rovers under eight setup because we had um luke Byrne in as well and he he's kind of involved in the 15s and he seems to be getting great enjoyment just working himself with damien duff and you're learning as a coach in your sort of spare time as well like but it, it, it'll all pan out in the next couple of years will these players come through mm. from the national league so mm. it's, it's coming out to the 13s now Mm. I think that's too young anyway first. that's my own opinion Why? on it I just think because the kids haven't played 11, 11 aside it's the first time they're going to play 11 aside and is the DDSL so gone now is it the DDSL will still be there and the, and the National League is going to go right down to 13s and 
Would you prefer they played like what seven aside or they're more? No, I, I think I think you should leave them DDSL up to up to fourteen at least. What was wrong? With what was what they did? When, well, the DDSL when I when I was coming through was we my Kevin's team would go over and play against teams in England. We we mm. beat academy yeah. teams. So mm. why are you trying to? Well, I think they're trying it? they're trying to do it across to Ireland. It's, right? them in it's Ireland. the structure. Yeah. It's the structure for the for the for the league that they have a structure all the way down. Yeah. That that profession now it has to be well run as well. So like you have to, it has to be proper coaches. But the problem is, Johnny, is that when the kids go, so say if Owen is twelve and he's really standing out, Rovers or Bowes or Pats are going to take him from Kevin's. What's wrong with that? Because what's going to happen is all the players are going to go into the national league at thirteen, and then the next next national league is not till fifteen, and they can fall out. So who they play with when they're fourteen? They'll go back. The DDSL will run, but the problem's going to be that when they go back out. The leagues are not going to be as strong as the... As, the, and the, as what they uh, were. Yeah. yeah, and the younger players, and sometimes it's the players born in the early start of the year, the Januarys, the Verbies and Marches. Some players are not getting their growth sports till 13 or 14. <coughs> excuse, excuse me. And they're being left behind. And, you know, they might drop off altogether and we won't see them as late developers. Mm-hmm. The natural players that will come through and go to England, they'll come through anyway. But I'm saying, the jump from 13s to 15s is huge, John. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's 15s to 17s the 13s 15s is the biggest jump of all I yeah, suppose yeah. it is that growth sport mightn't happen for a young player a young lad at 13 you know what's funny I, I played when I was when I was uh, 12 I played for the Roscommon and District League and I was doing quite well and I still had another year left right and I swear to God the, the, the next year I played at the same level at under 14 I found a lot tougher. The other lads had just gotten yeah. bigger, and I'd actually regressed, even though I should have been improving. But and that was the end of that. But you fellas, yeah. you, you, you players that came through, like Robbie Keane was a small player, Wes mm. Hewland small player. They've come through and played senior international football. Mm. At this level, at the way it's going now, them players will be left out. They'll be yeah. gone. You, they, you won't see them. You just won't see them. Let's talk uh, the games at the weekend. Um, we, we'll have Aaron McInniff on about the EA Sports Cup final, which is on Sunday. Johnny Mack will be at that game, but there are four games in the Premier Division, and we're going to start with Bowes and Cork. Um, are you playing them at a good time or a bad time? Because they were wobbling, but then they hockeyed 10-man Longford on Friday. Oh, good time. Yeah. We're playing them a good... We're flying at the minute. We, I don't think... I don't think anyone in the league wants to play us at the minute, do you know what I mean? We are, we're flying and we're playing good football and I think playing good football is the main thing and winning. You know, we're, not, we're, not, we're not playing good football and getting beaten like we were at the start of the season and I don't think any team in the league wants to play against us. Will you be playing? I hope so. Yeah, because you have competition up front at the moment. Yeah, look, I'm in and out at the minute. Like I came back after the break and I, when we played against Sligo, I hurt my ankle against Sligo and I was up in the stands. And then played against Limerick, and I thought I was going to come back for the for the no for the Bray game. Thought I was going to come back for the Bray game on the Thursday. Opened me Neo, couldn't play on Friday. I was up in the stands again. Then came back for the Limerick, and you know we beat Bray six 0 Then we beat. I was on the bench for the Limerick game. We beat them four 0 was it? I think it could have been five like five yeah, nil that's maybe. Goals that night. And then we've been flying, and we played Rovers. Then the week after that, and then we've won every game. Like Johnny, you know I mean? so Beak I can't. To be well. fair, to be fair, he hasn't changed the team and. I can't really go into uh, the gaffer's office and knock on his door and say what's the story because the team are flying and the team's number one. You know what I mean? They if they're playing well and that's the team that's winning, then you got to keep playing that team and you know I just got to keep keep my head down, keep training well, and then hopefully things might change and might get back in. Like I can't. He's a fair. He's a fair manager, and if the team's yeah. flying, the team's flying. You've got to be ready when you ask you to be go. You've got to be ready. And that's what I have been. You know, you've got to be mentally ready scored, as well. I've scored for me last. Before, before 
the game against uh, Derry, I scored four in my last four. Like, I couldn't do any more than coming off the bench and scoring. But still, then I couldn't go up and knock on his door because they're winning. The team's winning, and you can't. You gotta just be supportive to the team and give give them much help you can't. Are you the best golfer at Bowes Low Handicap? Yeah. yeah, yeah, comfortably. Who's next? Comfortably. I think. Uh, who was telling me they have a bit of it? <coughs> Paddy Paddy Cavanagh said he had a bit. He's gone he now, left. of course. He's yeah. gone now, yeah. But he's gone out of our estimation as well. We still haven't heard why he didn't show up there. Be, be uh, careful! All the good golfers yeah. are going now with balls. You <laughs> maybe should throw the golf clubs in the in the in the shed and get back training this afternoon. John, we need a prediction here. Oh, if Bowes are home, mm. it could be a draw. I'm going to go for a Bowes home win. Even though mm. they a poor record against Cork. Um, Sean McLaughlin obviously got injured. I, I don't think Cork have been um, great defensively, even though like the Longford game I wouldn't read too much into. No. Watford, Watford against Bray, um, the boy Owen was making the point that since uh, Alan Reynolds got um, obviously that attack in Shamore that their form has dipped. But I watched them against Pats, was very disappointed in them. And it wasn't a great surprise to me that they lost. I look, looking at the, the highlights since UCD, they're not defending well. There was no real press in the first goal either. No, they, they're, they're an attacking team. They, they're very offensive and stuff. But they started off brilliant, flying. You know, A lot of players have come in and out as well. A bit of change around the place. And... Talking about a wobble, I think they're the ones that are wobbling. Mm. And Pats have a chance. Well, that's what he board. said to you. Yeah. Is I, I mean, if Pats can get that fourth spot and get to Europe after losing seven games on the trot in mid-season, I just wonder where we are with some of the, some of the teams, Johnny. It's, it seems like the league that everyone seems to go through yes, really yeah. bad yeah. patches and then yeah. really good. It's yeah. never like... The only ones that are like that is, Dundalk, I think, Dundalk. Yeah. But yeah. If, Waterford, if Waterford can just kick on again and qualify for Europe financially obviously it's going to be good for them mm. but a brilliant season for them if, if they can if they can get into Europe that's saying that Dundalk or Cork will win the cup so you just have a, a, what, a bit of playing that what did you make of Dundalk actually playing against them what mm. like they just seem to be when they're on their game they're good I think they stand out mm. they're the best team in the league by a mile for me anyways physically or tactically physically, technically physically tactically technically everything mm. everything for me anyways I think they're the, they're the best team in the league. Wouldn't mind playing for them. No, I wouldn't mind playing for them. No. Um, Watford. <laughs> I don't know. Might might have a go at a Bray away win here. Bray. Yeah. Just seen Watford a while. And Bray, Bray are actually kind of half playing okay. Like they're obviously they're they're in no man's land. But um, I watched I'm gonna, them. I'm gonna have a. They're they're, they're watching against Rovers. Recently. You're going home win, yeah. 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 I'll go on. I'll go home win with you. But I wouldn't be amazed if Bray got something. Rovers against Limerick. Um, Who are Bray playing? Bray are away yeah, at Watford. Watford. Yeah. Nah, Watford, will, be Watford will win that. I like the way he got in the prediction as well. <laughs> Rovers against Limerick. Um, Home win. In fairness to Rovers, other than that Bowes game, like things have been going pretty kosher for them. The Home win. The three are that Bowes game or the other three Bowes games as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, terrible fairness. stuff. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Like one point from the 12. Yeah, sure look. If, the, you, if you turn that around, like Rovers would have had a really good season. Like. I don't know what it is about those Bowes games. And then get, they got beaten in the cup as well. Like, you Why know? do you keep beating Rovers? I don't know. What is it? I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But you enjoy it's it. It's lovely it? anyway, isn't it? <laughs> We're saying that, uh, I think that Dublin City Council is up there on the ground. Yeah. Did he send a bill for the corner flag to Warren? <laughs> yeah. Well, Warren still has it in his, uh, in his bedroom back home. Oh, Rovers, I mean, Rovers season, you know, it's been up and down, but you've lost too many games, not not only the Bowes, the, the Bowes games, but... You know, he's going to be get a few players and build for next season. But the gap is still not. We said it before, Johnny. The gap is still not. I think 2015 it was 14 or 15 points. What do you mean even 13? Then it was 22 points, 16, 22 points, mm. 17. What's it now? 20, 
23, I, I, 24. I, yeah, I, the gap is not closing. They need to close the gap. and you know, think, They're just I a think, hard facts. I think that's because Dundalk are so good. Mm. I they're think just, so, they're, I, just so yeah. much, they're so much better than what's next to them. I, I tell mm. you, if I was Rovers, right? And, 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 this, and this is no slight on the people that they have there. But for me, one of the big inputs into the success of Dundalk was Graham Bourne. The, the physio, the, the mm. strength and conditioning. I know, guy. I did a bit of work with him before. And yeah. he, he had a big impact on the whole regime up there and the way Dundalk trained. He's not working now. If I was Rover, so I'd be looking at someone like him, you know, bring someone in. I don't, I don't know the lads, we're well, not pushing him for the job, but if it, I was a manager, yeah, if I was a manager, I'd forsake a wage for the player to bring somebody like him mm. in with all his experience. I think, you know, whatever happened at Dundalk, I don't know, but. You know, it's yeah. not just about the players. It's about the support structures. It's about it's about the diet, nutrition. It's mm. about strength condition. And he's out there. If I was a coach, or if I was a manager at a club, I'd be looking at someone like him to bring into a club. And we, as I said, no, he is. He's very good. I, I did work with him over mm. when a summer when I come home, and uh, we'd always do like four weeks with each other, and he was top of the range. Yeah, yeah the lad who replaced him, we mentioned him last week because uh, he was uh, ex UCD. But uh, we're going for a home win there, Rovers to beat Liverpool. Yeah, I would say home win. Um, a team close to your heart, St. Patrick's visit Sligo. Sligo in, in decent form themselves. Yeah, but not a home, well Johnny. The but not well. a home. They're not. They're, they, they've just lost away at home this season. I don't know it's the fans getting at them. You know. I think it's. I think it's fairly simple. They're playing a fairly defensive game away from home, and it's, it suits them better. Play defensive at home. So. Yeah, <laughs> but this is it. Don't concede goals no. at home, like. Um, this game is hard to call. I thought Pats were very good against. Uh, well, Walker, as fairness. I said, as we like spoke, the two lads up top. Spoke about Pats. If gone three five two now. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he played that before. Liam played that before. They like to play it to get it down. Good surface up there. Pats for me. If, if I again, if I was at Pats, I'd be pushing them and saying, "Can we get this European spot? Let's push it all the way. Let's go unbeaten." Alts to the end of the season. Let's win there. Let's win every minute of every match. Mm. You know, I'd be really pushing this. Forget about what happened in the season. And if Pats get to Europe this year, fantastic for them. Pre- uh, prediction? Uh, ooh, a draw. I'll go for a draw as well. We're, we're reaching a bit. Oh, and do you want to give a prediction there? If, you know, you like the old predictions. Oh, what, a Sligo on Pats? Yeah. I'd say a draw, yeah. Draw. What about Rob? Sli- is it open Sligo? Yeah. Oh, Pats, no, I don't know. Yeah. We, we won't ask you for a He's prediction. He's thinking about the points at the end. Yeah, of the that's game. it. Yeah, <laughs> what what are we off Pats at the minute? Uh, Three? Bows, yeah. Wow, we're getting very optimistic here now. Couldn't could make a dash for Europe actually. Yeah. Uh, that's what I would tell you uh, what. We have seven, three? six games left. You're you're ten, ten off Watford uh, with uh, what, six games seven, left. Yeah. Not impossible. No. To play Watford, is that I mean? Yeah, need to need to beat Cork. But um, the big game of the weekend for for air viewers certainly is uh, Derry City versus Cove in the EA Sports Cup final. And Johnny McDonald, you're going to be there. Yeah, I'll do Cove commentary and uh, Con Murphy. As I said earlier, brilliant for Cove, you know. Con Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Con is doing a bit. Yeah. Con is doing, yeah. 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 Happy Con. days, yeah. Good lad, Con. Good, great lad, yeah. Con, yeah. Good, good um, football lad. Um, how do you call this? How's it going to go? Um, Derry, if Derry score early, it could be anything. Mm. But I think Derry, you know, without delaying on the question too much, I think Derry would definitely have too much for them. Now, I looked at UCD and Warford last week, and I think it was important you have to have a look at UCD playing against the top four team in the Premier and see how they will have matched have done, up. Yeah, but I think this is a different different contest altogether. Um, just after the Ireland game last night, we got a bit of WhatsApp audio from uh, Aaron McAniff, um, and we want to get him after the game because we thought that uh, Ronan Curtis might be playing, and Ronan's having a brilliant time with that Portsmouth, and albeit in fairness, League One, but. 
Um, you know, the, the, the role he's has been immense, but unfortunately he didn't get game time last night. Graham Burke came on up front, but first of all, we asked Ronan, was he disappointed that, uh, sorry, we asked Aaron, was he disappointed Ronan didn't get a run? And how far can uh, Ronan actually go in the game? And secondly, uh, an entirely different question, how did Aaron McAniff rate Derry's season so far? No, look, um, I was buzzing for him to get in the squad and uh, obviously I'm sure he'll be a bit disappointed as any player would they, uh, they not come on tonight, but uh, I think he's been doing really well and uh, it's testament to him uh, getting a call-up for the senior squad. He's been doing well with the 21s, he's been flying with Portsmouth since he's moved the cross and um I think he can I think he can kick on and uh with the confidence that he has at the minute, uh I can only see him getting better and better. Um he'd be one of my good mates from playing with him here at Derry and uh no he's he's a good lad as well so I hope uh that he just kicks on and um God knows where he could end up but he could kick on this season and Portsmouth are doing well and uh they look like if they keep keep up the good form, then they could be contenders for promotion, and obviously he'd be a he'd be a championship player then next season. So, um, I think I think he's a he's a big one for people to watch, and hopefully he can just fulfil his potential. That's a good question. Um, we've been we've took criticism this year, and we've took praise. It's been a bit up and do- bit of an up and down season. Uh, we started it off a few dodgy results, and then um, we actually we went on that unbeaten run, ten games unbeaten, uh, won a lot of games, got a lot of points on the board, and we were flying at the time. And then we dipped a bit, took a, f- a few bad results, a few heavy defeats and stuff. And then first first game in Europe, obviously got beat. Second game, we got an unbelievable result, and we hoped that that would just kickstart our season, but. Uh, it was sort of we won one game and then we get beat a game. It's been inconsi- inconsistent. Um, but look, we've got a cup final to look forward to. We're still in the cup quarter final for the FAA Cup, which will be a massive game as well. Um, with a draw being made, obviously a home tie to Cork in the semis if we get through. So I think um, with the inconsistency that we've had. Uh, we we still have a lot to play for uh, coming towards the business end of the season. My third question then was to rate his season out of 10 and why and where does he see himself next season? Oh, you put me on the spotlight there. Um, it's a hard question. That, well, I don't really I don't really like to rate myself um, and talk about myself, really, to be honest. But um, I think I've had a, a decent enough season of set myself targets for uh, goals and um, I've bettered them targets already um, look but obviously I was I was doing really well at the start of the season we were winning a lot of games and then maybe gone a bit quiet but as I said before there's a lot to play for uh, towards the end of the season so um, I'm always just focusing on the next game and trying to help the team um, and I'll just keep doing that to the end of the season. I think uh, it's too hard to look towards next season already at this time of the year for me. Um, I think, as I say, I just take one game at a time. Uh, every focus is towards Derry City. Um, 
all the focus is towards our next game, uh, which is a cup final on Sunday. And um, I'm sure by the end of the season, um, I'll have to sit down and see see what's happening then. I'm I'm out of contract, so I'll just see see what what way things pan out and um, and take it from there, really. And finally, uh, I asked him to talk about the Esports Cup final and what it would mean for Derry to win a trophy because uh, they haven't done a great deal of that in recent years. Look, a cup final is a one-off game. Um, it's obviously going to be a great occasion. Uh, there's been a good buzz about the city all week, people getting their tickets and talking about the game and stuff like that. And hopefully on Sunday, uh, the Brandywell will be packed and we get a, a good good support a good atmosphere for the game um I personally like being a dairy dairy man myself like i grew up going to these these cup finals uh and fea cup finals i su- supported the club when i was younger so um they won a trophy if we can do it on sunday it would be brilliant and uh it's something that i would love to do uh for the club for the fans and for my family and uh, it would just be be brilliant to go and win a trophy because um, it's something I haven't done with a club before and um, it's something they they give the fans obviously they're looking forward to it now but if we can go and do the business on Sunday um, they can go and enjoy themselves and uh, have a great day so uh, the preparations have been good uh, even there's been a few boys I know away in international, but all the rest of the lads have been training well. So, um, it's been good so far, and we'll be ready to go on Sunday. And big, big uh, thanks, Aaron, for doing that. Uh, Ten o'clock or so last night after the game, and uh, I asked him to fashion uh, his best Derry accent, and I don't think he failed on that front. Uh, he's a good player, uh, Owen. In fairness, a good player. Yeah, yeah, he is. No, he is a nice player. He's probably one of the best centre midfielders in the league, I'd say, and. Seems to always chip in with a goal as well, which adds to his game. And now nah, he is—he is a nice player. Yeah, Johnny, I'm going to be vaguely controversial here and say I think he needs to be playing somewhere else to maybe fulfil his potential, well, or d- at least under some different structure to what they've done. Because I don't think they've been anywhere near their best this season. Well, uh, for Derry, any time a player jumps up, they're gone. Curtis is gone. They're losing players. McNamee went to Cork. Jarvis, you know, they, they've lost players all over. Why are they the leaving though? Obviously, financially, I would say financially, mm. or obviously, like Aaron's talking about winning the, the you know the cup. It's it's probably the you know it's the league cup, the FAI cup, and then the league. It's a trophy. You've got to go and win it. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. I would think a player of of his quality, and he's a really good player, a really good midfield player. I won't say he chips in. He chips in important and fantastic goals, but he also his energy levels are, are, are brilliant. He's a really good player. I could see him playing at a higher level. Or else, maybe at a, at a bigger club, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I would see him. He would be maybe the next player to be to be on the move, whether it's away or definitely to one of the bigger clubs. And I, I don't mean that in a bad way against. No, Derry. no. I despair a bit with Derry though, because I think with Philip O'Doherty's money and the potential of what is a complete football city and the talent of, mm. we'll say, Jarvis McElhenney, McNamee, who's from Donegal. If those players were there, um, the McLeans, for example, um, Marin McAniff, I think if they were. I if they're able to hold on to them, they'd be a top team. Absolutely. I, 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 I think it's coaching though as well. I think that the talent they have, like the, the Hales came in, 
39 points from 30 with a minus 13 goal difference is absolutely terrible. I think there's a culture problem up there and I think he needs to kick on as a it's player It's well. they, they're, they're ah. a very offensive team as we said Great before. to watch. I think the game will be, as long as Cove stick with them, I think it'll be exciting. And Air as well might have a special guest uh, on, on at some stage on the show. Just keep an eye out for that. Um, actually, with cup finals, both get the cup final. I'd love to see that this season, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah. yeah. You might, you <laughs> might even get the <laughs> winner, uh, you know, in, in the 89th minute or whatever game, but like, uh, That'd be great, yeah. wouldn't your first season in the League of Ireland? Yeah, no, it would be uh, come to come back and play me first league uh, season in men's football and to get a trophy. Be unbelievable, and I don't think at the start of the season we really could have thought about it. Mm. We just wanted to try and do as well as we could in the league, and then when it comes along, you start getting a little bit of a run in the in the cup. You start looking at each other, going here. You never yeah, know, yeah. boys. You know that confidence I mean? comes along, and, and you've said it a few times here on the show. We believe we can beat anyone. Let's mm. take on the next game. That's a great bit of belief, and it, it it just doesn't happen. It happens over the season, and sometimes, as you said earlier, if if you could write it down in script, you know, you'd be, be a millionaire. Yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. it, it just develops, and and that that confidence develops around the players, and uh, you know, to trust in one another and the trust in the, in the staff and the manager that happens. And always are, are really in a bit of form at the moment. Big time, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, confidence, confidence yeah. is yeah. a massive thing. Yeah. But you can't just wake up. Yeah. But you've you've done the work. You've been down the bottom of the league. You know, we scrapped down the, the yeah. we've done this we've done our scrapping, do you know what I mean? And now we're we're not looking behind us anymore. We haven't been looking behind us for a few weeks now. We're looking Stokes targets like Europe now. Europe, yeah. Yeah. I know <laughs> I, I know you would agree with just because unfortunately for Bowers, the whole Rovers I'll be beat Rovers again and that you know, that was a smoke screen sometimes. Because yeah, then you got beaten, yeah. the drill with Limerick, mm, Sligo mm. Beaches, you know, and people didn't see that and you were always down there, now you have pushed on and I just think well on the on the cup then, can you beat Derry? Yeah, like like I said, I think on our day we can be then we can, can be anyone be in the league. We can be we can be anyone in the league. Like you can beat Dundalk on our day. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to win the cup, Johnny? Oh, Derry will win the cup. Oh, Derry. The FA, the, no, the, the FAI cup. I said Bowles and Warford at early on in the season. I tipped either one of them. I'm gonna. It'd be difficult. I, I, I would prefer if I was. First of all, they've got to get over Derry, and I'm sure. That's th- all, yeah. That's they, all. They've right. got to get over exactly, Derry. Yeah. And if Derry win the weekend, they'd be hoping to be a little bit of celebration. Who's going to win the cup? Oh, I think Dundalk are just yeah. too strong for everyone. Probably really Dundalk. Uh, right. They have a great opportunity if they get through Derry. They have a great opportunity at home to beat Cork. They really have. But before we wrap up, thanks to Dan for, co- for coming on. And. Um, I just mentioned there off air that Buzzer Rowe's story about you leaving him and his buddy in um, Newry that time was true. Oh, you yeah. didn't. You were supposed to give him a lift home, but like just left him in Newry. He played poor. He played poorly. Played poorly so that's how you're. That's man management for you. Take that, Roy Keane. But, <laughs> but lastly, right, I want to challenge a League of Ireland player listening to take on the boy Stokes in a game of golf. So what sort of if if what would you have like a match play or I don't even understand match golf. play whatever you want match play. I'll have whatever. Yeah, whatever venue like within reason. <laughs> Yeah, as long as it's it, and we, we go along. And no, we me might, we we might even do a bit of video on. No, it. me and you are the two caddies. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You carry my bag, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'll they, whoever. So I have no idea who's good at golf in the League of Ireland, but uh, let's see if we can get that challenge going because you have a nine handicap, is it? Nine at the minute. Yeah. yeah. And Dan put that in horse racing parlance as a grade two. So that to me that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Where will the game be? We'll have to organise this. Yeah, job. We, we've a lot. We've a lot to neutral, do. Neutral venue as well. Neutral venue. Yeah. Carnoustie, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because Air's budget is through the roof at the moment. <laughs> but uh, thanks, oh, and thanks for All money's going to charity, Johnny. All money. I didn't know there's any money involved. I'm just saying, yeah. just in case yeah. there is. Yeah. The, uh, the charity oh, the that way, is us going to bar. You're, you're going off the channel here shortly. 
For a sag? No, yeah. Yeah, how'd you know that? Oh, I, I, I get to the grapevine, yeah. Will yeah. you be getting your collar and cuff there now? Collar and cuff. Oh, yeah, collar and cuff. It's just a span yeah. of... Yeah, my buddy's getting married, and obviously he's a, another collar and cuff... Uh, uh, supporter so yeah Cheltenham in November but thanks for coming in John good, l- good, good luck to um, good luck at the weekend up at the Brandywell lovely place to watch a game I might stay over Johnny yeah and Owen thanks for coming in I know it was late notice and you oh, want to go off and play a game of golf pleasure boys. Yeah. Are you con- your la- and last question you're confident you'll beat whoever we can put up against you for anyone out there yeah. <laughs> the man don't like confidence I don't know who you're going to be coming up against now but here we go happy Rolling. days yeah <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. And that's this weekend up the Swanee.